Yeah. 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. And we have a very special guest with us here on the phone today. Ashley, tap in, tune in, let the people know you are here. I am here. I am here. And have no thank fear. You. And thank you. And thank you. And thank you. Y'all, let me get y'all hips to how my motherfucking day started today. Well, not necessarily how it started, but how it went. Woke up this morning, did some cleaning, yada, 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 dada, dada, dada. Everybody know me. If you know me, I'm going to get some cleaning done. Did my chores. And I'm like, okay, let me go get me some lunch. Let me go get me a yoga mat because we needed a yoga mat for tomorrow's uh, pole dancing. So I go to Chop. Y'all know I told y'all I love Chop. That's my new salad place. Why did I fucking lock my keys in my car? Mind you, I don't already. I'm already at Chop. I'm at the shopping center. Lock my keys in the car. First thing, first of all, when I locked my keys in the car, I started thinking to myself, "Fuck, no, 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 no." Like I remember, I pressed the lock button in the car, shut the door, and then I started feeling in my hands, and I'm like, "Wait." I'm missing something. So I started to just convince myself, Constance, no, you didn't. Check your pockets, check everything. Okay, didn't have the keys, didn't hear nothing jangling in. I look in the damn fucking window. I'm like, I don't see my keys. So I walk to the other side of the car. I'm like, where are my keys at? Bitch, stay in the motherfucking cup holder in the car. That is not like me. Why would I un why would I turn the car off and drop the keys in the cup holder? Anyways. I knew, you know, you can call a locksmith, but I'm like, no, there's got to be a way for me to do this without a locksmith because I don't want to pay this money. So I get on YouTube and I start looking up how to unlock your car with no keys. Niggas talking about you need a shoestring. The, the, the video starts off with chances are you watching this video because you need to know how to unlock your car without your key. You can easily use a shoestring, which you should have on you. I look down at my feet, bitch. Why the fuck I got Crocs on? No shoestring. So I got to look for a store with a shoestring. Mind you, I went to a... I go to like a, I want to use the word pavilion, like a shopping center. I go to a shopping center, but the shopping center is full of restaurants, a home goods, a TJ Maxx. I'm like, all right, maybe TJ Maxx will have a shoestring. I run in there. I find the first employee I can find. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, do you have a shoestring? The lady going to say, what's the shoestring? You know when you pissed off already? And <laughs> when you pissed off already and you looking for something, you stressed out and somebody just asked a question like that. Now, she was foreign, so I, you know, I was very patient with her. I'm like, you know, a shoestring. I ain't even answer nothing. I'm like, a shoestring. I was like, I was like, a shoestring, you know, the thing that you, and I pointed at my shoes. She's like, oh, no, we don't have that. I'm like, okay. I was irritated. She was like, try five below. So I got to five below. Mind you, I actually needed a yoga mat from five below. But since I was so stressed out, I was like, fuck the yoga mat. I walk in there. I look for the first employee I can find. The niggas on the phone. So I'm like, all right, let me look. So I started looking for the shoestring myself. I ain't seen no shoestrings. The nigga finally gets off the phone. The employee, I'm like, excuse me, do you guys have shoestrings? He's like, oh, no, we don't sell those here. Maybe Walmart. Walmart all the way across the street, and it's hot as shit. So I'm like, okay, I'm not walking to no damn Walmart. So um, what the fuck happened next? I was like, do y'all have yoga mats? He was like, yeah, we have a whole bunch of those in the back. But So I walked towards the back, and I'm like, man, fuck that. I don't feel like holding no damn yoga mat while I'm trying to figure out how to fucking get my fucking keys out the car. So I walk back towards the front and then I see a rack of shoes and the shoes have shoestrings so I grab I buy me a pair of shoes that I don't need don't want don't care for I just needed the shoestrings <laughs> I grab the I, I buy the shoes I leave the store right so I sit somewhere in the shade you know when the sun is shining you can't really see your phone so I needed to watch the video in full before I go back to my car so I sit in like a shaded area and watch the video I didn't watch the video in full, but I'm watching it for the most part, and he's going step by step of what to do. So I run back to my car, and I'm like, yes, I'm ready to go. I'm following the steps, and then I get to the last step of the shoestring hack, and I'm realizing that the car isn't unlocking. <clears throat> Excuse me. The car isn't unlocking, so I'm like, what the fuck? I watch the video again. The nigga then specifies at the end that this is only going to work on cars that have, like, Basically, like, 1990, early 2000 model-style cars. I got a 2013 car. So, my lock is not, like, one of the ones that you pull up. It's connected to the door handle. So, anyways, the shoestring hack wasn't going to work. So, that pissed me off because I bought the shoes for the shoestring for a hack that wasn't going to work for my car make. Next thing I know, Brianna's like, okay, try this hack that she sends me for some tape. And I'm like, I'm not about to use no damn tape. 
because I didn't want to fuck up the window and fuck up the motor connected to the window. I was just so over it. So I just finally called the locksmith and then they came. I remember I sent an audio message to Brianna and Ashley, like so fucking stressed out. I was, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, why would this happen to me? This has never fucking happened to me. I was so distraught. So that is how my Friday went, y'all. I came home. What are you like? What? Yes, I was stressed out. I really wanted to cry, but I was like, Constance, keep your composure. You ain't gonna let this ruin your day. I went, I got me some lunch from Chopped, and I waited for the locksmith to show up. When I tell y'all this locksmith showed up, the locksmith showed up and did the most simplest shit I'd ever seen, bitch. I he used basically a coat hanger and some damn air pumps. When he left, I Googled it. I'm like, um, air pumps for locked car. That kit came up. It was like $60. First of all, the nigga, the locksmith shows up in basketball shorts and a t-shirt and a motherfucking Chevy. I'm like, okay, no company car, no uniform. It's just a regular ass nigga doing his job. And I'm like, okay, I need to buy this kit. But then I thought to myself, if I buy the kit, it would still be pointless because if I lock my keys in the car, I can't get to the kit in the car. So I ain't going to shit on what he's doing. I just don't know why I spent $90 on that. It literally took... And then boss, let me tell you, so I bought the shoes. The shoes didn't work right. So I left the shoes at the, I left the shoes next to my car just so I didn't know where to put them. I didn't want them. I left them um, by my car. And I started acting like I was going to walk towards the Walmart to get the tape. When I decided I didn't want the tape, I walked back to the shoes. I walked back to the car and there's a family looking at the shoes. They all happy they found the shoes. I approached my car because the shoes by the car. They're like, oh, are these yours? I'm like, yeah, but you can have them. He was like, oh, no, no, no. So... They put the shoes down. I walked towards the restaurant or whatever that I decided to go to get my food. The family was still standing by the shoes. When I come back, the shoes was gone. So they wanted the shoes. I don't know why he, want, why he was acting like he didn't want the shoes. Because <laughs> they took the shoes. But, um, yeah, y'all, that's how my fucking Friday went. Now, let's get started on word association. For the newcomers here, we got a bowl of words. You pick a word, you read the motherfucking word, and we give the thoughts on the word. I was going to try to rap and freestyle on that, but it wasn't giving that. Right. It almost gave that. I was like, let me see what I could do. But You're not a rapper. It's okay. Hold on. Let me try to freestyle real quick. Because oh somebody just said, we're going to go. I was rapping Blick Blick earlier. Let's try Let's try a Blick Blick. Five, six, seven, eight. Hoes ain't fucking with Connie. Constance is awesome. The bitches want to be Connie, but they can't be because I want to keep on flossing. Wrist on Chunky Barbie. Me and all my girls having fun and living in a world where you can never serve. Honey, I'm the best. All right, let me just stop because these niggas is ready to hate. We picking in a, we picking in a jar, y'all. I just gave y'all eight minutes of nothing. Hope y'all enjoyed it. First word is. Ooh, first topic is calling me on social media. Let me make a motherfucking PSA, y'all. PSA, do not use a social media app to call me. If you do not have my number, that means it's not important. If you do not have my number, do not use Instagram or Snapchat to give me a call because I will not answer. I already told y'all, I don't have social, I don't have like notifications for social media on because, again, if it's an emergency, you would have my number and you would call me. I think it's weird that people feel comfortable calling me on social media. I've gotten a couple calls on Instagram. I've gotten a couple calls on Snapchat. Snapchat is a wild one because what are you doing? I downloaded Snapchat the other day, actually. I redownloaded it after not having it for maybe, like, three months. The day I downloaded back, someone's calling me on there. Like, no, that is not what this app is for. To be honest, I'm only on Snapchat to have the memories from the past couple years. You don't use that to keep in contact with me. For real, for real, you're not really supposed to be using social media to keep in contact with me. If you ain't got my number again, don't call me on there. Ashley, you ever had anybody call you on social media? Yep. Who was it? I ain't about to get into all that. What they want? Press. They was press or I'm press? They press. Oh, uh, okay. Well, everybody, don't call on social media. Remind yourself that if you don't have the person's number, it's not that important. I think it's weird that social media apps even let you call. Like, you're getting a little bit too... Social media is interesting because it makes people think that they know you, but bitch, you don't know me. You don't know nothing about me. So please don't give me no ring-a-ding-dingling. Don't call. Please. For real. But you know what I'm saying? Just don't call me on social media because now you're disrespecting my boundaries. Like, 
Social media is simply for you to consume the content I make, laugh at some shit that I posted on my story, and keep it pushing. You know, send me some hee-hee-tees. We can have a kiki in the DMs, but that's as far as it goes. Don't call me off no Constance, da 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 Constance, nothing. Don't call me on no social media app because I ain't going to answer. I guarantee you I won't answer. That's fucked up. What I'm going to ask, why are you calling me on social media? That's the thing. If you don't got my phone number, you must not need to reach me for nothing. What you got to call me for? I have never needed to contact somebody that I don't have the number of. You see what I'm talking about? It's because people consume a lot of your content. They see, you know, on social media, I I feel like on social media, I don't even really show too much about me. But if you like watch my podcast, you get to know me and stuff like that. So you start to feel comfortable with Constance on the internet. So you think like, okay, I could contact this girl like no that's not how it works you don't know me you don't need me for anything if you if you telling yourself you need me for something you made it up in your head because you can do whatever you need to do without me because you've been doing it without me for however long don't call me on social media Mm. seriously i don't think that's me that's just like logical because you're gonna call me you're never gonna get in contact with me because like i said the notifications ain't on And it would make more sense, I think, to DM me and be like, Constance, can I have your number? And then at that point, I could be like, yeah, you can have it. No, you can't have it. But if you just call and it's like, it's a ballsy move, I think, to call someone on social media. Like, are you calling Nicki Minaj on social media? No. So why are you calling Constance? Like, just because something is there doesn't mean you use it. You get where I'm coming from, Ashley? I guess so. You think I should answer people's phone calls on social media? If you know them. No. Because when you start letting people have too many, you got to have some boundaries when it comes to the internet. When you start letting people call you and stuff like that, they just start calling for anything, to talk about anything. It's like, much love. I love you guys. But no, we're not doing that on social media. Okay, next one I pulled out was revenge. I'm not the type of person to seek revenge. I will let, I don't even really, okay, so I do not believe in the concept of karma, but I don't spend my energy thinking, okay, somebody did something bad to me. Karma's going to come back and get them tenfold. Like, I don't really care how, the world treats them after that. If God wants to make life terrible for them because they made it terrible for, me, terrible for me, oh well. But I'm not spending my days worried about, oh, I hope you get what you deserve. I don't really care. But I will be honest. If there was a case where I had a, a friend and I felt like the friend treated me poorly, I have been like, well, I hope they just remember. I hope when they need me, they realize like, damn, I'm never going to find a friend as good as Constance. That's as far as my brain will take me down the path of revenge. But I don't seek revenge. I don't do revenge. I don't care to revenge, like, you know, to get revenge. The only thing that I've ever done revenge style was um, when I burned that nigga's shirt. And I told y'all about that in the whole phase. I ain't never really did anything revengey. Have you ever done anything revenge? Well, yeah, Ashley, have you ever done anything revengey? Um, to get revenge? Do you get revenge? coming up to my head right now but I would wish bad on people I used to and the karma would get their ass right back and that's fucked up too hey it is what it is you get what you give out to the world I guess maybe so I don't really be thinking about like I don't know I, I just don't seek revenge that's not me that's me Cause I got okay to this day. Cause you said you used to wish bad on people. You yes. you no longer wish bad on people, correct? Correct. So how do you get revenge now? How I get revenge now? Um, I just revoke my access to certain folks if I feel like they not good for me. You know, they did some fucked up shit. So your boundaries is your revenge. Mm, yeah. 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 And I can agree because that's when I was saying like I would be like yeah they gonna they gonna wish they were still friends with me because I'm an amazing friend you can't find me nowhere else but even then I'm like over time I'm like all right fuck it like I just don't care I don't really be caring about a lot of shit it takes a lot it takes a lot for me to get to the point where like I care I don't even really get angry like I realize that like anger is not an emotion that I feel regularly I don't remember the last time I was angry I get annoyed I definitely get sad and obviously I'm I get happy. But anger is not something that I have. Like, even, I think, like, the craziest thing that i ever been in recently was when, it wasn't even recently. Like, when I told y'all about the crazy college roommate, that was crazy. But I wasn't even worried about seeking revenge on her. Like, I was just like, 
she needs some mental help, like some serious help. It was too hard for me. It was too hard for me to even think about revenge because I just realized like that girl had something was wrong up here, you know. And for the most part, I think that's what I realized when people do fucked up shit. I'm like, okay, they got something going on up here. So I don't have. I'm not thinking about how can I get them back because they are already struggling ten times worse than I am because my brain will never shake me up to go do something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So that is they revenge while they trying to fuck with the. The best of the best. The queen. And thank you. When they're trying to fuck with me, they already all types of fucked up. Because why is your head thinking crazy stuff like that? Like, go work on yourself, queen. Right. Get yourself together, king and or queen. Love yourself, because I love me. And sure And sure, motherfucking do. So that's it. If you seek revenge, I would love to know y'all crazy revenge stories. Y'all can type them down below in the comment section or put them in my advice column or call me with a revenge story. 240-587-3186. Don't say no names. Well, you can if you want to, but I wouldn't say no names. And just give me a rundown of what you would do to seek revenge on somebody. But I feel like seeking revenge on somebody is so childish. Like, no shade. Please still share your stories if that's what you do. But I just don't care to do that. Like, that's just me. Ooh, okay. This one says ASAP cheated on Rihanna. I don't really care. As a, for for we don't we're not even gonna talk about did they cheat or did they not cheat. I saw that they didn't cheat. But beyond that, I think it's crazy that. <clears throat> Like I told y'all, people are so weird. That's what I'm saying. The internet is a weird place. People will call you and they don't know you. People will make up stories and they don't know the facts. What, what, whether or not they made it up or not, what makes a person want to wake up and reveal to the world that somebody else cheated on somebody else in a relationship that you're not in? Right. People on the internet are so fucking weird. And I don't know what would cause somebody. You just sit and you think about it. you like, people... The internet is one hell of a distraction because you wake up. A lot of people wake up. I'll be honest. I wake up. I check my phone. You know, I say my little thank you, God, for waking me up. Get right to my phone. Like, it is one of the greatest distractions in life. It's so easy to just say fuck everything and just look at your phone and go on the internet. And so people be using that distraction to escape reality. And, and, and in the midst of escaping reality, they don't work on themselves. They don't focus on themselves. They don't put any effort into themselves. And they doing a whole lot of consuming content and making shit up, making fake pages, typing shit. Like, come on, y'all. Love yourself a little bit more. I think it's weird that people make up stories. So like I said, it was revealed that that person made up the the cheating story. Like, why would you do that? Why would you wake up and want to destroy somebody's life? When you think about all the shit that goes on about celebrities... Like TMZ is a that's a career path. Bloggers that's a career path. Don't get me wrong. I be watching some bloggers on YouTube. Like I be seeing what some people be saying, but not even really. I really don't watch bloggers like that. But I watch like a Jocelyn's Cabaret, uh, cast member interview type thing. But besides that, some people's livelihood is literally in fucking up other people's lives. Like TMZ is dedicated to exposing people's lives. Like there's no fucking privacy. What the fuck did Drake say? Um. What the fuck did Drake say? They they buy my... What the fuck? Sell my secrets? You know what the fucking lyric is. Sell my secrets back to me if I was paying. Like, then that's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? You know that song where Drake says that? I'm trying to remember, but... Yeah. Sell my secrets to the top. Damn, what song is that? But you know Drake said, sell my secrets back to me if I was paying. Who's going to save me when I need saving? Since take care, I've been care. Take, I, you know what song I'm talking about, right? Y'all know what song I'm talking about, right? Okay. Anyways, people will literally buy your secrets back to you if you was paying for it. Like, money is one hell of a drug. And on the internet, you can get money for being messy as fuck. So people run to being messy. That's what I'm saying. Money is one hell of a drug. The internet is one hell of a distraction. Life is just crazy now. Because before all of this, there wasn't no internet. Like, I remember when the internet was like, all you could get on there and do was literally play games. Play games in, like, chat rooms. Now you can get on Google. You can get on Wikipedia. Remember in school, they'd be like, don't get on Wikipedia. You can't trust Wikipedia. Wikipedia just has, like, lies on it. Like, somebody would really write a whole Wikipedia fic page dedicated to a bunch of lies about a person. Like, what made you wake up and do that? Like, what? The world is just weird. Wouldn't you agree, Ash? Yes, it is. Do you have anything to say before I move on to the next topic? No. Okay. This one says, ooh, okay, forcing your partner to marry you would you give your partner an ultimatum so i didn't even mention this when we talked about the show ultimatum the other day but i think it is wild that you would put your that you would take you and your partner to a show to force them to say am i going to marry you or if i'm not going to marry you if you ask somebody if they're going to marry you and they say no they don't want to marry you you know what i'm saying 
a lot of the niggas on the show was like, oh, I'm getting my finances together. I'm getting my finances together. I'm getting my finances together. Like, if that's really what you felt, why the fuck did you even come to the show? What the fuck was the show going to do for you? Like, what was the show really supposed to do? If you didn't think about it, just reiterate and remind y'all that this wasn't going to work out. I don't think you're supposed to force anybody to marry you. I think that's a discussion y'all supposed to be having. So if y'all have talked about it and the answer is still pointed towards no, then nigga, it's looking like no. If y'all have talked about it and y'all have decided to wait until X, Y, and Z is done, then wait until X, Y, and Z is done. But to go on a show to force your partner to decide, it's like you might as well just go find somebody else who's ready to marry you right now, right today, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right, cause you ain't that relationship, that marriage gonna be ugly, cause it's like you didn't force this person to do something. Right, it ain't gonna last, cause who wants to be forced into some, who wants to be forced into some shit and committed to some shit that they don't really want? Period. Right. It's a mess, and it, it's unfortunate that they needed to go to a show to to decide to figure that out. And like I said on the show, I only watched the first two episodes, but on the show, the um they picking after their dates, they're picking who they want to like get to live with for three weeks to test out if they'll marry them. And they're not picking the people that they came there with. So it's like, why are y'all even here to begin with? Y'all wasn't ready to get married. Y'all just thought the idea of marriage was cool. And I think that that's what a lot of people do think. I think marriage seems like a picture perfect, like it seems ideal. But I think when you really sit and you think about what marriage is, you will be a lot less, I don't want to say excited, but I think you'll be more rational about it and more patient about it. Because when I think about marriage, I think about the same way I think about having children. You're taking on somebody else's baggage. You're not going to be responsible for this person, but kind of sort of going to be responsible for this person. Like you're joining with someone and everything that they have, everything about them becomes a part of you you start to be a part of. Like, I just think there's a lot more to it other than a white pretty wedding and a big pretty house, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that that is something that you should want to be a little bit more patient for. And there are just a lot of things that I would want to assess before rushing into a marriage. I think there's just a lot to work on before marriage. Like, I really do believe in marriage therapy before getting married, like couples therapy before getting married. Just getting to know the ins and outs of everybody because you commit into this person. And there are some things about, I mean, I know we ain't married, but I'm just saying there are some things about you and me, Ashley. We're still learning about each other. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like to rush into it and to still not fully know the partner. I know you're not going to know your partner like 100% before marriage. You're always going to be learning new things about people. But when you're when I was watching the show, it just seemed as though a lot of them didn't even really know or not not didn't know, but they weren't paying attention to different things about each other. Like they were just so caught up in the idea of marriage and not really the the partner. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was I want to get married, not let's get married for the betterment of us. It was just let's get married because I want to get married. I want marriage. Marriage is gonna fit into what I want, type of shit, you know? Right. I just wouldn't rush marriage. What you gotta say? Uh, I mean I And that too, I definitely wouldn't force them. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I asked you and you was like, no, like, no means no. Like, I'm not about to keep. So let's, you know, I wouldn't wait till the next day and be like, all right, so what about today? Like, nigga, no. They said no. Go ahead, my bad. That's it. Um, And in that situation, you feel like that you really do want to be married or whatever have you. I mean, you just might as well go ahead and leave and find you somebody that wants to get married with you. Right. Can't force nobody to do nothing. And that's what you have to understand. That's what anything. But that's what I'm saying. Those people that were, I feel like at that point where you're forcing somebody to marry you, you don't even care about what they're saying anymore. Like they're telling you they they don't want to do it because of X, Y, Z. And you're just, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. At this point, it becomes a what you want and not what y'all want, what works best for y'all. So you don't need to be getting married because you don't even care about the partnership. You care about you. Right. Okay. What topic we're on? One, two, Three, four. Damn, this is the last one. All right, let's do a brief intermission. Run the brief intermission. We'll be back, and then we'll do the last one, and then let's get deep cards, and then advice column submission. Okay? Run the brief intermission.
If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. So we have the last one for today. It is overstepping boundaries as a friend. Having boundaries in friendship is, is, it's interesting because I don't think I've ever like laid out my boundaries and my friendships the way I would in a relationship. I guess if someone does something, that's when I like knowledge, like, Hey, I like this or I don't like this. But I do know that there was an instance where I had a friend and she had a boyfriend and I thought that the boyfriend was so bad for her. Um, I didn't speak too much on the boyfriend at the time, but one day, like the, you know how you got a friend and like the friend is just a fuck. I mean, excuse me. You know how you got a friend and your friend is dating somebody and the person they're dating is so fucked up. You don't say too much. Cause you like, let them just be happy when they ask for your opinion. You let them know, like, I don't really fuck with that, but you're not spending every single waking minute of the day, letting them know, break up with this person, break up with this person. So I had let her know already that I thought that the guy was off. Um, I get a call or a text from another friend. Now I wasn't really close to the person that hit me up. We were all friends at a point in time, but at this point I wasn't really close to the person that hit me up. But the person that hit me up was close to the friend that I was that was dating the guy that I didn't really fuck with. So the girl hits me up and she's like, You gotta hit up Jay. We just gonna call my friend Jay. She's like, You gotta hit up Jay. She's getting ready to go with the go run away with this guy. They're going far away. They're going to move in a whole nother city or state. You gotta stop her. That's what the the text message said, right? So I that was super alarming to me again, because I really fucked with this friend and I knew that the guy was no good. So I thought, so I text a friend like a real long message. Now, one thing about me when it comes to my friends, I do not sugarcoat, especially when I think that their livelihood or well-being is at stake. And I thought that the guy was so bad for her and that it would be a mistake. So I sent a long ass text message. Like you're making a mistake. I think I had said something along the lines of, this is really stupid. Don't do this. I might have said you're stupid. I don't think I said you're stupid, but I can't tell y'all verbatim what I said. But it was just like, this is dumb. Don't do this. You know better than this. This guy is fucked up. I just let everything out. Anything that I was keeping back, I had let out. And I think in that moment, I sit and I think about it from time to time. And I think that that was a time that I overstepped a boundary as a friend. Um, ever since then, I have never been that vocal about how fucked up I thought a nigga was. Am I lying? I don't know. Okay, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a hold. I'm. A, I'm. A, I think maybe I overstepped my boundaries in that. In that way, actually, let me say that there have been times where I have been vocal about niggas being niggas not being shit in my friendships, but it's when they ask me or when they keep on bringing up the nigga did some shit that got them sad and stuff like that. I'm like, you gotta like really break free from this nigga. Y'all know me. The energy I gave y'all on a podcast about ain't shit motherfuckers is the energy I give my friends. And so sometimes I think I do overstep my boundaries. I try not to now. I think now I just don't even talk about it. I don't even ask them about they niggas because I don't even want to know about that dumbass nigga or what the dumbass nigga did. Not that all of them are with dumbass niggas. I'm just saying I don't even want to hear about no dumbass shit. So that could make me overstep my boundary. But I talked to y'all about minding your business and I feel like your relationships are your relationships. And that is a sense where you can overstep a boundary in a friendship. I don't think I need to be too vocal about, I don't think you need to be too vocal about your friends relationships, which is why a big boundary for me is not being vocal about my relationships with my, um, to my friends. Like I don't tell anybody really about anything me and Ashley got going on at all. Like if you ask them what the state of, even when they ask me, they're like, Constance, how are you Ashley? I'm just like, it's good. Even if it was fucking, piss poor terrible I would say it's cool I would never disclose anything because I don't want anybody being in my business the same way I would assume they don't want me in their business because I think I have like there have been instances where my friends haven't told me things because they're like Constance is gonna judge it's not even judge I just really be seeing you know how you got that one friend or not even that one friend you know how you just see shit for what it is like love can be so blissful and you can be so blinded by the red flags, but your friend will see the red flags. I'm the person that's like, all right, come on. I know you've seen that red flag. All right. That's how I used to be. Now I just try not to speak on it. So I think friends um, have, have been a little bit more reserved in telling me things, but I think that's where I have 
overstep my boundaries. So that's why I share with y'all. Just mind your business. So that's that's me. Ashley, what about you? Have you ever overstepped your boundary as a friend? No. Oh. The type of person I am, I'm nonchalant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't ever think I've ever overstepped my boundaries with the friends that, um, you know, I grew up with, went to high school with and all that. Because as of right now, I'm solo dolo. I don't really be out and about, you know, with friends like that. Right. Everybody in different spaces right now and areas and all that shit. So, but I, I've never, I don't, I don't think that I've ever overstepped any boundaries. Yeah. Okay. I have overstepped boundaries. I mean, I told y'all that I had slept with my friend's partner, but that, that was in like high school. But I have definitely done some shit. Like I know I have been, I have been a fucked up friend. But let me say that first of all, what did you did you think that what I did? With the friend Jay, with the boyfriend, when she was going with the boyfriend, was that fucked up? Was that overstepping a boundary? Um, when the friend would ask for it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't if the friend asks, but in the case that it was the dire situation where you needed to intervene, I think that's what you felt like you was needing to do at that time. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, so right. Right. I feel like now going forward, I mean, yeah, now I wouldn't have done that. But that's what I'm talking about. Like with friends, boundaries and friendship is weird because no, but like I said, friends don't never in my friendships have I ever sat with my friends and said, okay, I like this. I don't like this. This is how, what I expect going forward. Like the other day, me and Ashley sat and we talked about our non-negotiables with each other. I've never sat with a friend and discussed that with a friend. Um, And so it's hard to know what boundaries are with your friends, especially when y'all are open and with each other about a lot of things. I think for me, and I view my friends as sisters. And so I, I just don't see the point in holding back the honest truth with friends, especially if it's detrimental to them. You know, like I said, like it's so much easier for someone else to see the negative, the red flags before you do. And coming from the type of person I am, I would much rather someone tell me if they, I feel like I am very keen to the bullshit for the most part, just because I've experienced it a lot already, so I can identify it, but I would rather someone say, Constance, this is dumb, than just let me ride along the way with it, like, I'm all about honesty, though, like, I would rather you be honest and sugarcoat stuff, but over time, I'm realizing that people just want to live blissfully, I keep on, t- I feel like I tell y'all that a lot, but I'm just realizing that, like, some people don't want the truth, they want to just pretend like life is cool, or pretend like the situation that they're in is cool, until it's not cool, and some people are okay with getting burned. And unfortunately, some people got to get burned to learn. But I just hate to see my friends getting burned, you know? So I would rather tell them, like, this is not for you. Because I always, for, for anything, I'm always looking at the bigger picture. And I think, yeah, that's just it. Like, I don't know. I always look at the bigger picture. I always think long-term with things rather than short-term. Like, I I have, like, tunnel vision for a lot of shit and so. I don't know. I've definitely overstepped boundaries. I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I got a friend right now. She with some dumb niggas. I don't even be saying shit anymore. I just be saying. But to be honest, I be in, in the midst of hearing the bullshit and not speaking up. I be thinking to myself, like, what's the point of being friends if you can't tell your friend, like, this is not good for you? That's what I be sitting I be thinking, you know? Right. It's, it's a sticky situation sometimes, like, with friends and all that stuff. But I choose not to you know, get involved in right. all that stuff. Unless I felt like, okay, maybe I do need to. Like, cause right now you being, like, really stupid and you putting yourself in jeopardy. Right. And I care enough as a friend to let you know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel like now I've just removed myself completely. I don't even say anything anymore because I'm just like, they don't even be can you be speaking and then it, you just be sounding like a broken record or you sound like the fucked up friends. So I stopped speaking on it. Right. But I'm not even going to lie. Deep down in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is just dumb. Like, <laughs> I don't even like hearing about the dumb shit because this is dumb. Like, this is way beneath anybody sensible. And, like, I see all my friends as people with sense. So I would want more for them. I think just boundaries and friendships is so just, it's so weird. It is not as clear cut as, like, family or like I said, a romantic relationship. Because yeah. I think in friendship, people will say that they want honesty, but they don't want honesty. They don't want 
they just want people that are just there for them, you know? And yeah. that's what I talked about in that other episode when I was like, sometimes your opinion isn't always needed. And I feel like friends, I guess it's what people seek to have friends for. I think for me, I, I do have friends. As I, like, I consider them family. I make friends with the intention of treating them like family and having them as family, you know? And so I always expect the honest truth, even if it'll hurt me out. You know, that's just me, but that's not how everybody rolls. And so at this point in my life, I'm just like, man, whatever. Like, y'all learn y'all listen the way y'all got to learn y'all listen. No more comments from me. Right. And I've assumed, like, the nonchalant role because at this point it's just like, I don't want to overstep boundaries. It's better for some people to really just go through some shit and let them, you know, learn for themselves. Yeah. It's just so sad. Like, when you care about somebody, you're like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? Right. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's It's very tough. But I think that a lot of it has to do with, and I've talked about it before, like, I have, like, this, like, I used to have, I think I'm doing really good with it now. And this is a boundary I put up for myself. But I used to have that, like, savior complex where I wanted to save everybody. I wanted to save my friends. Like, no, you don't deserve to go through this. Let me help you out. And you just, and that stifens and ruins the relationship between me and my friend trying to intervene with everything. Or trying to intervene in everything. So, yeah, you're right. You just got to let people go through it. It's just tough. Like, and I can understand. That's why parents probably sometimes, like, parents do a lot with good intention. And it gets to the point where people set that boundary with their parents. It's like, you're too involved in my life and I need to just live my life on my own. Like, I've had friends that have expressed that, right? Like, their parents are too involved and they just want to go through life themselves. And I get it. But I can understand from the parents' perspective of why they are constantly intervening because it's like, I've been through this. I want you to, you know, not have to go through this. I get it. It's just, it's sticky. It's sticky. Boundaries are just very, that's why I said in that one episode, nowadays, just mind your business. But back in the day, I did not mind my business. And it's okay to try, you know, maybe once or twice. And if they still, you know, because people are grown now at the end of the day and you know, the person got a brain. Right, right, right. And that's where I'm, right, that's what I've, like, told myself to refrain from doing them. Like, everybody has a brain. And whether or not you choose to accept shit for what it is, it's like, at the end of the day, you got to take accountability for your own actions. And the the full circle moment will come where you're like, okay, I could have done this. I could have not done this. It's not up to me to be speaking on everything. And I got my own shit to worry about. And it's up to them to realize what's good for them and what's not good for them. Right, right. pray that they, uh, you know, make the right decision. Right. Right. Yeah. That got a little bit too deep, but yeah, I've definitely overstepped. I've definitely overstepped boundaries. You know, after that situation with that friend, me and that friend have not been the same ever since. I mean, I don't even talk to that friend anymore. Um, like maybe a couple months ago, we hit each other up, like, you know, hope everything's going well, but we don't talk anymore. But that was a really close friend of mine. Um, but that moment like kind of ruined it for me. And her, which I'm not like upset about, to be 100 honest. Like, it is what it is. Um, yeah, that has just been a big thing for me: boundaries in friendships and knowing when I can and can't speak. Or excuse me, not when I can and can, but when I should and shouldn't speak up. So that's why I'm like everybody nowadays just mind your business, keep it pushing, and that's all I have to say on that. Yeah. You have anything else you want to add? You have anything else you want to add? Okay, so I started today's episode without Bitch, Did You See My Tweet. So I wanted to get into Bitch, Did You See My Tweet. Bitch, Did You See My Tweet. Bitch, Did You See That Tweet. Bitch, Did You See That Tweet where, what's the, it's literally just a picture of a woman pointing at a sign that says, roommate, I'm going to put the picture right here. It says, roommate wanted, single male, 44, searching for a roommate, must be female age 18 through 25. And single, must be willing to cook and clean, one bedroom apartment. You can use the couch until you are comfortable enough to share the bedroom. No pets, no drinking, no drugs, and no male friends allowed. My home has a no closed doors policy. This is for safety. $400 a month. Call Owen. Then the number is there. Ashley, what do you think about that? Is that nigga a joke? Nigga. But if the nigga is, that nigga is serious, girl. That nigga is serious. Oh, okay. He got mental health issues and he's a predator. A predator. You. I was talking about how weird the internet is. I don't know if y'all have ever gone looking for a place on Craigslist. There are a bunch of ads like this all over Craigslist. 
one bedroom looking for a female, no men allowed, must cook, must clean, no clothes on, preferably. Like, it's just crazy what is allowed on the internet. And people are literally fucking predators. And it's allowed. Like, there's nobody policing this shit. First of all, this tweet is a fucking photograph. This is a, a flyer posted in a public area. Like, that's just, that's just crazy that this is allowed. The nigga got his number there, which means the nigga don't even think it's weird. The nigga's charging $400. $400 for you to share a room with him. Nigga, all that shit you put on there, you want a wife and she still got to pay? Like, damn, nigga. Like, that blew me right there. That's his way of still trying to, I guess, disguise it as not being predatory. But anybody with a mind can see, like, nigga, you just being weird. You just trying to get some bitches up in there to fuck. Girl, the tweet says single male 44. The nigga 44 looking for a female aged 18 to 25. Capped off at 25. Can't do 30. Can't do 40. Gotta be 25. Gotta be single. Must be willing to cook and clean. Nigga, you are disgusting. That nigga said 18. Soon as you could be legal. Soon as you legal, come on in. That's crazy. No closed door policy. Talking about this is for safety. Nigga. Yeah, girl. Look, my home has a no closed door policy. This is for safety. $400 a month. So, nigga, I can't even close the door. Girl, when you think about what's going on in this world, this world ain't believable. Girl. Look, and there's a bunch of the the thread is full of look, here's another Craigslist. This is a Craigslist ad. The thread is full of Craigslist ads. Somebody put a Craigslist ad that said a Craigslist ad that says free rent moving today, share one bedroom, San Francisco Bay Area. I have a one bedroom apartment I'm willing to share with someone who can help with cooking and cleaning. Located forty miles south of San Francisco in Silicon Valley. Must be twenty four friendly and a plus if you're interested in the business. I'm kind of looking for a stoner girl. The apartment is nice. It's a nice neighborhood close to downtown and light rail. Free rent, food, parentheses, jerk cooking, <laughs> cable, Wi-Fi, and all utilities. All the weed you can smoke, da 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 free. An opportunity for you to save some money and live in California for free. Like, there's got to be a catch to that. I mean, clearly, talking about just female. The niggas just want to fuck. Like, that's just how they going to get some in-house pussy. And that's sad too. You got to put an ad for some in-house pussy. This is what I'm talking about. The nigga talking about 400 a month. Oh, okay. So he trying to do prostitution backwards. I was going to say, nigga, go get you a prostitute, but you got to pay a prostitute. He wants somebody to come in there. He fuck on them and they pay him. Right. A pimp. Period. I ain't mad at it. But I Bitch, I'm mad at it. That ain't, that ain't got nowhere to go and they really run into this. Like there are people that unfortunately do fall victim to this shit. And it, sometimes it ain't even about raise your daughters right. It's like pe- people have daughters or there are women and the women are, they don't have nothing else left for them. Like, you know, you know, we was talking about precious. Imagine a situation like that, but instead your mama kick you out. You ain't got nowhere to go. This is the only place you can go. Like niggas would do anything rather than lay outside on the street. I tell you that. And I ain't mad at them, but it's fucked up that this is what, these are the options that they have. Like this is an option for somebody. If the only thing they got is outside of this. And they got the four hundred to pay. I bet you this nigga will raise, will waive the four hundred dollar fee. A lot of it, like people be looking down on prostitutes. I hate to say it, but some prostitutes just getting by. I watched Jocelyn. First of all, y'all know I love Jocelyn's Cabaret. I watched Jocelyn's Cabaret the first um, season. One of the girls was a prostitute, and she was talking about the reason she even got into it was she had to take care of her family, her siblings. Parents wasn't helping. I believe that's what she said. I don't know. She had to take care of her family, though, so she got the prostitute in. It's sad, but uh, you need money to get by in this world, unfortunately. And so the first thing women can think to do is, okay, let me go sell my body. Because it's quick money. And when you struggle, I'm not advocating for it. I would never want my kids to go prostitute. I never want my best friend to go prostitute. I wouldn't want anybody that I know to go prostitute. But... Sometimes it's one of those things where you have to realize that this is what this is the only thing that that person sees as an option right now to live. And to me, that when I say raise them right, raising them right is not letting them think that that's the end all be all. Like push come to shove, motherfucker, get your ass up and do something else. Like raising right is making sure that I'm providing you with a great environment where you won't ha- ever have to deal with no shit like right. that. Right most deaf i mean all yeah most deaf like 
Most deaf. Most deaf. I mean, everybody take accountability in the situation, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just felt very <sighs> empathetic towards the people that have no choice. Right. Right. This is the last ad I'm gonna read. Somebody put it on it. First of all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retweet the tweet. Y'all follow me on, on Twitter at Black Mocha B L A C K M Zero C H A so y'all can read all these. This was somebody quote retweeted it saying, or the, I think this is actually in the thread. It says, "Looking for a female roommate to pay zero dollars rent. I will not charge you money, but I'll be sharing my bed with you as the other room is being used by my parents. They are aware of this arrangement as I have done this before, but it has not worked out for reasons I'd rather not say on here. I will expect hugs at least five times a day and cuddles at least two times a day for the least." For at least 10 minutes each. You will not be dating any other man during this arrangement. You will have no male friends either. You may have female friends and they may visit if they like. You will also be required to make me meals three times a day. Physical requirements are as stated. No way this nigga got physical requirements. That's a slave. Girl must be shorter than 5'5". Five five, way, way no more than 120. Caucasian or Asian only. Because ain't no black girl doing it. Republican, biologically female, no tattoos, no Muslims, no vegans, no smoking slash vaping marijuana, and you must shave legs and underarms. I am a 44-year-old male, 290 pounds, 5'6". Please contact me if you would like this arrangement. That one has to be a joke. But it probably ain't a joke. It's always the fat niggas that want skinny girls. Girl, we can't get canceled on my show. Say what you got to say. No, I ain't going to say because that is fucked up to say because that is stereotypical. But nine times out of ten, it's always some creepy, fucking fat motherfuckers doing some crazy ass shit like that because they can't really go out into the world and find somebody. They got to be weird. Yeah. You know, just. This is crazy. That nigga said cuddles at least two times a day. That nigga don't want you to work or do shit. This has to be a joke. Nigga said. Cuddles at least two times a day for at least 10 minutes each. Like, what, nigga? That nigga serious. Girl. All right, let me retweet it, y'all. Let me let me retweet it so y'all can refer to it. The, like I said, the internet is a crazy place and the world is full of crazy-ass motherfuckers. Women be safe. Women take care of yourselves. You don't got to settle pussy to get money. You ain't got to settle pussy to get by. Life is so fucked up. Y'all, you know, I always think about this. I'm like, I'm so happy when I went to LA. I'm so happy I went with my brother because if I wasn't with my brother and I was by myself, who knows what I would have did for some money? Because it's so easy to think, okay, let me just go sell my body. I don't, I don't, I, I could never see myself doing prostitution, but I could see myself saying, okay, let me go. Well, I don't, I don't even think I could do this, but it would have been an option when you ain't got nothing. Who knows what you just, you know, what you decide to do in that flight or fright instance is. Is unimaginable until you in that situation. But I could have went straight to stripping and make some quick money. And then from stripping, who knows what I would have went into. This ain't the shit on no stripper, whatever. I'm just saying I'm blessed I went with my brother because going with my brother, I couldn't even think to have that idea across my mind that let me go sell pussy, let me go dance for some cash. Do what you got to do to get by. I ain't shitting on you, but I'm glad that I don't like that situation. I haven't had to have that situation. Okay. Girl, we gonna talk about that when we get off this call because don't take me there. Um, let's go to let's get deep cards. We're gonna lighten up the mood a little bit. Ooh, okay. So we have icebreaker, deeper, and a deep. Let's start with icebreaker. Ashley, you gotta participate too. This question says extrovert or introvert. I will go first. I believe that I am an introvert, but I have I can be extroverted. I would, refer, I would prefer to keep to myself. I'm like an observer. Keep to myself. Peep the scene. If there's anything that's going on that like fits my vibe, I'll interject myself. But if for the most part ain't nothing going on that I'm interested in, I'll keep it to myself. Like I'm cool being by myself, but I could also pop out if I need to. It's very rare that I ever need to like pop out or say anything. I usually just keep to myself. Ashley, you? Well, I know the answer, but. Yeah, I'm introvert all the way. I don't deal with too many people. People weird. Um. I observe for the most part, you know what I'm saying? But I, I like to keep to myself. I find peace and peace and solitude with being by myself. Yeah. And that's something I've learned over time. Like, I don't really want to be 
all in people's faces and stuff like that. I'd rather just keep to myself, vibe by myself, talk by myself. Like, I could never piss me off, you know? But you go around motherfuckers and motherfuckers will piss you off. Or motherfuckers will just do some shit that's like, ew, why am I like even in this space? Like, I don't know. Being by myself has become one of my favorite things. I'm sorry, baby. Go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. Very selective, right. I'm quick to be like, oh, no. And other people might think that I'm weird, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't do certain shit, but uh-uh. Like, I'm very funny acting. I'm very particular. Kind of like a fake bougie person. Like, No, I feel you. I be having that energy, too. Like, when I go out, it's very, like, I'm peeping the scene. Like I said, I'm listening to every conversation. I'm seeing if this is even worth interjecting myself in. Because for the most part... A lot of the times, motherfuckers don't be talking about shit. So it's like, why am I even going to come and engage in this conversation? Like, let me just sit back and keep to myself and vibe by myself. Like, I just don't. I've never been the kind of person that can, like, like, I just say I'm, like, a fake extrovert. If I need to, I will. Like, I can adapt to environments. But for the most part, I would rather just keep to myself. That's I just what I'll like say. Chill shit. Like if it's a group of motherfuckers that's chill like me, yeah, I, I'll be around them motherfuckers like that. I just don't like extra shit. I've never been the type of person that's just all for the rah rah and all right. that. Right, 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 right. Excuse me. We are going to pull the next card. Okay, the next card is a deep. Um, what's something that grosses you out and why? Ashley, what is something that grosses you out and why? <laughs> something that grosses me out. Yeah. Um. Uh. You can't me. think. I can't think either. Yeah, I know. Like it's probably a, a lot of shit, but I do not like when people be picking their nose and I be seeing. I knew you was gonna say that. That's one thing I don't like. It's just, ugh. What's something oh, that just go get out? a tissue. I don't know what grosses me out. I feel like I ain't really grossed out by a lot. I hate, like, hearing... I hate hearing people, like, shit. Or I really hate hearing people spit. Like, if you're brushing your teeth and I walk past the bathroom and I hear like, I hate like spitting noise. I hate seeing people spit. I hate hearing people spit. I used to get so annoyed in Argentina. In Argentina, my roommate, like first of all, we all had our own rooms, but the bathroom was next to my room door and the wall was thin. So I could hear whenever she was brushing her teeth and spitting and I hated that noise. Like that's a noise that I don't like. Like it can instantly make me not like somebody simply because I keep hearing them spit every morning. Like I don't like shit like that. Or if you like shit and I hear the shit dropping, like, I don't like shit like that. Obviously, I don't like shit like that. But, like, you know, living in an apartment and having roommates and thin walls, like, that's actually something that I don't like. Like, I know we all do it, but I just don't want to hear that. Like, that would really make me queasy. Right. Or, like, seeing people pick their earwax and, like, play with it. Like, I get if you want to do that in the privacy of your own home, but don't do that in front of me. And then, yeah, honestly, watching somebody pick their nose is like, ew. Have you ever seen somebody, like, pick their nose and they, like, sneak, try to eat it? Uh, like, when you driving and you turn and you look and you see somebody in their nose and then they just put it in their mouth, it's like, that's disgusting. Because your window's not even tinted. And you knew your windows wasn't even tinted. So why the fuck you do that? Girl, I do want words. Like, in school, I used to see people, it's not even that they'll pick their nose, but they'll, like, you know, rub their nose with the palm of their hand and then they'll go across their face. Ew. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, ew. Yeah, I yeah. used to hate that shit. Or, like, Why whites caking up in the corner of their mouth. I know what happens to everybody, but I don't like looking at that, like, white shit caking up I in their mouth. I hate that, too. I hate spit on the corner of your mouth. Yeah. Caked up. Yeah, like, I don't like that. Or, like, if I see somebody with wets in their eye, like, colds in their eyes, like, get that. Like, go wash your face. Yeah, like really making me sick stuff like that especially in the morning i used to hate like in class and i'm looking like no we just all it's 7 a.m like you're supposed to wipe that in the morning i get everybody got a rough life some people didn't have the opportunity but still i ain't like looking at it i'm gonna be honest okay yeah okay so let's go to the last card deeper is there anyone you envy enough to want to trade lives with who i don't envy nobody i love my life my life is good and uh 
I don't want to trade lives with nobody. Right. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so we are doing, lastly, advice column submission. Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, me and my boyfriend sleep together. He can be aggressive, tossed and turner while he sleeps, but it usually doesn't bother me. Last night in his sleep, he flipped around and accidentally headbutted me. I wake up with a pounding headache and he says he remembers nothing. I've taken lots of Tylenol, feel unbalanced and sensitive to light. Pretty sure I'm concussed. Kind of pissed at him for the headbutt, but it's not his fault. He's mad that I'm mad at him. I don't know. Now I feel guilty and my head still fucking hurts. Should I be less resentful? I think so. It was a fucking accident. And he didn't know he did it. It was an accident. Yeah, I'll be irritated if somebody was mad at me for that too. Because like, girl, you might as well just go get your own bed. Or something. Tell that nigga to cough up some money to get y'all a king. And that too. Y'all must be sleeping on a tight ass twin queen. Full. Yeah, they need to just get a bigger bed. That's what it is, girl. Get you a bigger bed. Get a king size bed. And if you get you one of them memory foam beds where you sink into the mattress so he can't really move too much, that'll solve your problem. But you should definitely be a lot less resentful because you knew what it was. Every night you know what it is when you get in this bed. He a fighter. So. (laughs) For real though, like, you know, if that's what he is. You got to, y'all got to fix it. But let's talk about it. Cause I was going to suggest, I forgot you could get a bigger bed. I was going to suggest getting your own room. You know, I always talk to Ashley about this. Like when we ever, whenever we decide to move together, I don't, I like the idea of she got her own room. I got my own room and we can sleep together if we want to sleep together, but having your own space. Like I like having my own space. I feel it, but girl, I'm not sleeping by myself at night. You got me fucked up. Not every night, not every night, but I'm saying it's some nights. Like, you know, when you Sometimes you're on your period, you just want to spread out, be by yourself. Like, you have that option. Obviously, yeah. we want to sleep together, but I'm just saying, like, having your own room. The bed going to be big, so please. That's fine. I like sleeping with her. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, because, you know, I sleep diagonal and stuff. So, I like to have, first of all, the, the other room is just for in case. Like, some nights you may want to sleep by yourself. You may not. Most of the nights, probably not. But I'm just saying, to have that option. Because they probably in a tight-ass one-bedroom. What if they got the biggest bed already and the nigga still fighting? It's like, okay, now what? That's not for everybody. I'm just saying, I'm not. that's not for everybody. I'm just saying, I like I like the idea of us having our own rooms. Because also, you know, I know I want an office space. I need a room. I, w- I really need, like, a five-room home. Like, if I live by myself, if I live by myself, like, three to four bedrooms is ideal. Because I'll have my main bedroom. I would have an office space and then I would have one room that's like simply a closet. And then honestly, I would love to have one more room because that could be like a filming studio. And then really, really, you could give me a whole nother room and that could be like a beauty room. I could really do a bunch of rooms in one house. Like one bedroom just can't, that don't stay right with me. I couldn't do a one bedroom with two people in there. I cannot. Mm-hmm. That's That's just not realistic. Not for me. I need my space. Okay, today's episode is long, y'all. We on an hour. So we're going to wrap it up. It's 7 o'clock. Hopefully this this episode is up in time. Y'all know how YouTube be doing me. But that's besides the point. If y'all need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. Call your girl. Call your girl. Don't play around. Just call your girl. I'm the best one to give you advice. Tap in with me. Get you right. It's Constance, not Connie. I'm telling y'all to play with me and hey with me and stay with me. Okay, that was all right, right? Yeah, that was, yeah. Okay, I, I actually can rap. I really can rap. We're going to try it again at the end. If y'all need advice, that's the number to call 240-587-3186. Leave me a, a advice column submission. Leave me a voicemail. I'll play it here on this podcast and I'll address it in the next podcast episode. You can click the link down below in the description box or my Instagram bio at, at Constance the Pod. That will take you to my advice column and there you can leave an anonymous submission. Follow me on Instagram at Constancy Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constancy Pod. Um, follow my personal pages at Black Mocha. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest at Black Mocha. Be lazy, came zero CHA. And remember, bitch, did you see that tweet? That tweet's gonna be on my Twitter at Black Mocha. You guys, leave me a review and a rating after today's show. Um, screenshot this, 
post it on your Instagram story, tag me at Constance the Pod. Let me know you made it this far. Don't forget, this is a visual podcast as well as this is a visual podcast and you can also listen to me on the go. So if you don't want to watch me on YouTube, you can head on over to the Apple Podcast app or Spotify and listen to me that way. Or you can, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you want to watch me, you can head on over to YouTube and search for Constance the Podcast. I'm everywhere, okay, y'all? That's the end of the motherfucking show. I'm the girl and you already know. Don't play with Constance. Don't play with me. I'm going to show you who the motherfucking queen be. Try again. Play with your girl. I'm going to sock you in your face and show you the world. Take you to Mars. Hand you over. Punch you in your butt. Baby bend over. Come on now. Wrap this shit. Come on. I'll see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Peace. 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186.